God places these gifts in you. He, he, he places the proportion of faith, the measure of faith in you. So we don't have to go out and try to manufacture power, manufacture strength. It ha it's in you. It's, it's in you. The hope of glory, it's in you already. Praise God. Faith, like other spiritual gifts, are given by God in proportional amounts to all believers. Romans chapter 12, verse 3 states, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. It's imperative as believers that we understand that God is the source and sustainer of all spiritual gifts. We cannot manufacture it, nor can we sustain it ourselves. There are simply gifts from God. Come let's join Pastor Hornbuckle as we continue with part three of his message series entitled, Spiritual Gifts. So God bless you on today. I don't plan to be before you long. I do have a word from the Lord on today. Um, I've been doing a series on spiritual gifts in the church, and I know many of you have gifts today that the Lord has blessed you with, uh, something to build up the body of Christ, uh, to build up one another, uh, because we are the body of Christ. Praise the Lord. And you might be saying, Pastor, why is this so dear to your heart? Why do you why, why, why pick this topic, spiritual gifts? Uh, why pick, pick these topics on abilities and talents that God has given us? Well, I just believe that God wants us to be the best that we can be in him. And I believe that in order for the church to flourish, in order for us to take our place uh, in this society, praise God, we all need to be operating in the place that God has placed us in the body of Christ, and it's my job, and I believe the Lord has laid on my heart to facilitate that and to encourage you to find that place that God has placed you, amen, in this body, praise God, not so much talking about Lily of the Valley, but in the body of Christ, where has God placed me, what has God endowed me with to do well, what has God given me to be a blessing to others, and find that place and use it to the best of your abilities, praise God, through the power of God. So it's dear to my heart, and I pray that you will receive a blessing out of this. I know you will, praise God, amen. Just uh, bear with us as we take our time going through uh, this series, praise the Lord. So we're over in the book of Romans, the 12th chapter, and we're at verse 6, and again, we're talking about spiritual gifts that are in the church spiritual gifts that are in the church chapter 12 of romans the 12th chapter verse 6 praise god i think daniel already has it up on the monitor there it says having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us where the prophecy let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith Praise God. And I'm going to talk about that passage of Scripture just briefly. Um, we talked about um, the gifts that God has given us. And to use the gifts that God has given us effectively, we should, number one, recognize that spiritual gifts come from God. Got to recognize that. Uh, we should also uh, remember that God gives us different gifts. Uh, number three, know what gifts you've been given and how to use it most effectively. Know what gift God has given you 
and know how to use it most effectively in God. Uh, another point here, you should dedicate your gift to God. Learn to dedicate your gift to God. And finally, uh, use your gift to the best of your abilities through God. Those are just some pointers on um, how to use the gift that God has given you effectively. And so today we've been talking on a topic past couple of Sundays of prophecy. That's a gift that God has placed in the church. The, the ability to be able to prophesy is a gift for the body of Christ. And what, does, what is prophecy? Divinely and an inspired, anointed utterance. It's a direct word from God. Prophecy does not always predict the future. Often it means preaching God's message. Go to 1 Corinthians 14, 1 through 3 for reference on that. What is prophecy? It declares God's truth. And what is prophecy? It's a call to action. Call to action. Praise God. So this is what we're we're dealing with today is the gift of prophecy. Praise the Lord. And I want to go back to the 12th chapter of Romans. And I want to talk just a little bit about um, the gift of prophecy on today. Praise the Lord. I read to you the King James Version of Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 6. I want to read to you the New International Version of what that same verse says. The New, no, I'm sorry, New English Translation says this, and we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If the gift is prophecy, that individual must use it in proportion of his faith. That's the New English translation. And I want to look at the Amplified Bible version of the same Scripture. Again, Romans 12, 6, and the Amplified reads, having gifts, faculties, talents, qualities that differ according to the grace given us, let us use them. He whose gift is prophecy, let him prophesy according to to the proportion of his faith. So just a couple of different versions of that particular passage of scripture for your reading. The verse Romans 12 and 6, in the latter part of that, that verse, Romans 12 and 6 says, let us prophesy according to the proportion of our faith. Or you could go to Romans, a little further up, Romans 12 and 3. Romans 12 and 3 might make this just a little bit clearer when we talk about that latter part of this, the proportion of our faith. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, 
but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith, proportion of faith or measure of faith. And this is where we are on this morning. Praise God. The proportion of faith. We realize that God has dealt to every man a measure of faith. You have a portion of faith. You have a measure of faith that God already has given you. You have that. Praise God. And one key point I want you to, to keep in mind, prophecy of any sort is to be exercised in accordance with biblical maturity God has granted that particular speaker. So the biblical maturity that God has placed in you, that has, has worked in your life, you're to be able to exercise your gift of prophecy, what you do in accordance to your experience or the biblical maturity that, that God has allowed you to go through. Does that, does that make sense? Your proportion. In, in other words, um, I'm not going to get up and prophesy, prophesy about something that I know nothing about or something I have not experienced. I'm not going to try to make myself look more than, than, than what I really am. But it has to be in proportion to my experiences that God has allowed to me, and better yet, that measure, that proportion, that, that portion that he has placed in me. So how, how does this affect me? God has placed a proportion of faith in every individual in here. I didn't do it. Uh, I, I didn't say give so-and-so this and so-and-so that much. God decided in the proportion, the, the amount, the measure of faith uh, uh, in you. God, God did that. And, and, and God is saying that uh, some of you, you're wondering this morning, why do I go through uh, what seems like a difficult situation, what seems like a hopeless situation, why, why, does I, why do I go through that? Well, God has dealt to you a proportion of faith, a measure of faith that nobody else has but you. That's when people look at you and they say, how can you face, how can you go through that? How, how, could, you, how, how could you still be here and, 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 and not be thrown aside? Because God has placed Something in you, a measure to a belief, a measure of, of, of faith that he has placed in you that nobody else has, but it's just for you. Praise God. So it has to be when we speak and when we speak God's word, our experience have to match up with that that God has taken us through or God has revealed to us or that that God has placed in us. That's why when we're, when we're going through things and, and God takes us down different avenues, we don't shun away from them. If it's a tough situation, if it's a, 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 a hard task, 
We, we got to realize that my steps and, and where I go and what I do are ordered of the Lord because God is looking down the future. You don't see the future, but God sees the future of why it's hard, of why it's tough, why I don't get along with so-and-so, why so-and-so wants to tear me down. God sees the future, and he's using that proportion of faith in you for something down the road. He can use it for down the road. And so that's why we, we often teach, don't jump out the ship. Don't, don't get away when things get rough. I mean, this is where God can do his best work. And I'm, I'm going to talk at the end of the service a little bit about the law that passed. And I, I want to reassure some that um, this is not a, this, this, this situation that happened, it, it looks bad with the passing of that particular law. And I'll get into just a little bit of it. I'm just going to make a statement so you know where we stand. But... Uh, this is a bright time for the Christian to shine. Praise God. It'll be a bright time. Come on and give the Lord a hand praise. Yeah, it's a great time for a Christian to shine. Praise the Lord. But it, we, we have to recognize that, that he's given us a proportion, and it's, it's a maturity that God has granted us. Listen, num number two, and I, I'm, I'm not going to be before you long. Recognize that God is the originator of this gift. This gift is, has been originated by God. It's not something that, that, that you uh, uh, have decided to just take on. You can't say, well, I just want this. God places these gifts in us. He, he, he places the gift of prophecy. He places uh, the gift of faith. He places the gift of miracles, the ability to be an apostle, a pastor, teacher. These are all placed in the church for the building up of the body. Is that all right? And that's why we want everybody operating. This is why it's dear to my heart as a pastor. I want everyone operating in that gift that God has placed in them. It's my obligation. It's my duty. It's my, it's my heart's desire is that I would uh, uh, lead you along the way and say this is where God has you this is your place in the body this is what you do and what God has anointed you to do best praise God hallelujah so um, we realize it's from God uh, thirdly um, uh, we realize uh, the means that God will give uh, uh, well let me back up we're, we're talking about the proportion of, of faith and, and listen what God does it means that God will give spiritual power necessary and appropriate to carry out each responsibility. When you have the proportion of faith that God has placed in you, he gives you spiritual power necessary and appropriate to carry out each responsibility. So you don't have to say you don't have the strength, you don't have the ability. He gives you. The, the, the appropriate uh, ability and responsibility to do this. He gives you the necessary power. It comes from God. Praise God. It, it comes from him. God will give spiritual power necessary and appropriate to carry out each responsibility. It's not on your own strength, but it's on the strength of God. God will do these things. Praise God. Like I said before, you've been given a tough task. Um, you have what you need inside of you. You have what you need. God has given you 
uh, uh, the power necessary to get through what you're faced with. Let me hurry along here. Uh, one thing we have to keep in mind when we're working with, our, with these spiritual gifts is that we cannot, by our own effort, listen, we cannot, by our own effort, our willpower, drum up more faith and thus be more effective teachers or servants. God just places this in you. He places it in, he places this in you. Praise God. And we can't go out and say, if I do this, I'm going to be just as strong as so-and-so. I'll be able to do, no, no, God places these gifts in you. He, he, he places the proportion of faith, the measure of faith in you. So we don't have to go out and try to manufacture power, manufacture strength. It ha it's in you. It's, it's in you. The hope of glory, it's in you already. Praise God. It, it's in you, and, and, and we don't need to drum it up. We don't need to fake it. Praise God. We just need to call it forth. Am I right about it? Just call it forth. Come on and give God a, ah, call it forth. It's in me. It's deep down inside of me. Praise Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me hurry along. Let me hurry along. It, it, it's uh, something that uh, we don't need to uh, drum up uh, by our own efforts or willpower. Uh, I'm just going to make this happen myself. You see, I'm just going to make myself strong. I'm just going to make myself have more faith. I'm just going to make myself more faithful. Praise God. It's, it's in you already. Just allow God to work through and in you. Praise God. When we begin to do it on our own, that's where we mess up. Mm -hmm. We mess up when we begin to try to do it on our own. When we fail, we say, man, I'm a failure. I lost. But God said in his word, if you confess your sins, He's faithful and he's just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. There's no sense in waddling in that. Praise God. He gives us an avenue out every time. Just confess them. One thing we don't do is we just don't confess. We don't acknowledge. We say, God, I messed up. God, forgive me. I want to be restored. I'm not perfect. I'm not where I should be. But God, if with your help, I can make it. Praise God. Come on, give God a hand. Praise <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, that's the trick of the enemy. He, 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 he forgets the, we forget to ask for forgiveness. We forget to confess. And if we would just do that, God would take care of the rest. Praise the Lord. He would take care of the rest. Let me hurry along here. Listen, these are God's gifts to his church. This gift of prophecy is God's gift to the church. And he gives faith and power as he wills. Isn't that what the Holy Spirit did? The Holy Spirit distributed his gifts according to it, how he saw fit. Hmm? Praise God. He gives them out according to how, who he sees needs them and, and, and deserves them. He says that uh, God's gift to his church, God gives power as he wills. Our role is to be faithful and to seek ways to serve others with what Christ has given us. And this is where I want us right now. We've got to be, be uh, observant to seek out ways to serve others with what Christ has given us. Hmm? That's where God wants us. He wants us to do that. He wants us to seek out those ways and to do those things. Praise God. The gift of prophecy praise the Lord, is in proportion 
to the faith that God has delivered unto the people of God. He's delivered to you a measure of faith to prophesy. Praise God. You say, where does this fit? God, how, how, how do I make this uh, known in my life today? Where does this fit, Pastor, when I leave these four walls? How do I put this to, to work? How, what does this mean to me when I go on the job and when I'm out, out there in the world today? Let me give you an example of someone that had faith. 1 Samuel 17, verse 32, Daniel. 1 Samuel the 17th chapter, verse 32, talk about a young man who uh, prophesied. He, he prophesied to his obstacle. He prophesied to a situation that looked unbearable. It was a situation that looked like he would not be able to come out of. And that's what we're faced with today. We've got some giants in our lives. And, and what God is saying uh, with this gift, God gives us the ability to prophesy and call things uh, that are not as though they are. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's an ability to exercise faith in the proportion to the biblical maturity, to the maturity that God has, has, has placed in each and every one of us. And this young man had faith. He had a proportion of faith that God had built in him, that God had placed in him, and therefore he was able to face tough situations. He was able to use this gift of prophecy and the proportion of faith that God had given him to accomplish great and mighty things in his life. That's why we need it, because we, there's great things that God wants to do through us. There's great things that God wants to work through us. Look at, look at this in 1 Samuel 17 and 32. The Bible says, and David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Talking about Goliath the giant. He said, thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Mm -hmm. How could David say that? How could David say he could fight? with this giant when nobody else wanted to fight. And if you lead a little further back, you say, the God that delivered me out of the paw of the bear, the, the God that delivered me out of the mouth of the lion, he will do the same thing and deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine. He was prophesying in the proportion of the experience that God had taken him through. Do I have a witness here? Embrace that tough time. Embrace that trial. I tell you, God's got something better down the road. He's got something better. What did he say? David said to Saul, go ahead to the next one, Dan. And, and David said, mm-hmm, to Saul. Next verse. Praise God. Glory to God. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go up against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth. And he is a man of war from his youth. How many people have told you that what you've started won't make it? Huh? How many people have told you that you're not good enough? That you're not old enough? That you're not experienced enough? I tell you, that's the enemy. He, he talks to us and, and that's, that's doubt and, and that's unbelief that's speaking to us and we've got to have the faith and the, and the proportion of faith that God has put in us to be able to quench those fiery darts of everyone that tries to tear down the dream that God placed in you. He placed the dream in you, didn't he? 
Come on and give God a hand. He placed a dream in you, didn't he? Don't you let nobody tear your dream down. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it. Praise God. David didn't let it stop him. Go ahead, Dan. He did not let him stop him. Praise God. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept the father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. Uh-huh. Praise God. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Now, everybody couldn't do this, but God had delivered something into this young man's life. He had placed it in his life. He had the ability to chase the bear, chase the lion. Praise God. Hallelujah. And God has placed some things in us. He's placed some things in our children. And we ought to be able to recognize that faith, that proportion of faith that God has placed in them. Go ahead, Dan. Praise God. He went after him. Yes, he did. Praise the Lord. And the Bible said he slew him. Praise God. Next verse. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this is the prophecy. Look at, look at him prophesying. Let him, look at him list, talking about the future, what he expects. It has not happened yet. But, but David says, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Mm-hmm. Seeing he have defiled the armies of the living God. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to tell you like it is. He's going down. He's not going to make it. I don't care how big he is. I don't care how tough the situation looks. I've got the faith in me. I've got the proportion that God has distributed me. And he's going down. Ha! Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what you tell your situation. I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. This, this, this obstacle is moving. That's how you speak to it. You don't, you don't cower down. You say, no, I'm going to make it. We're going to accomplish what we set out to do. That's what David did. He, that's what he said here. He said, this Philistine will be the same. Huh? Seeing he had, he defied the armies of the living God. Go ahead, Daniel. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Is he, is he talking faith or what? Huh? Do you see any ifs in there? Do you see any, any hesitation on his part? But he's just speaking it. He's speaking what God has placed in him. He's speaking the proportion that God has, has allowed for him to go through. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. Those experiences, what you've been through, what you're going through, amen, embrace it. Amen. Embrace the tough times. Embrace the, the hopeless situation. And watch God bring you through. Watch God comfort you in the midst of your trials and your tribulation. And watch God bring you through so that you can go out and comfort somebody else. Come on and give God a hand. Praise. Praise the Lord. Let me close with this. Go ahead, Dan. We have a couple more verses here. This is good. This is good. And Saul armed David with his armor and put on a helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. My God, go ahead. Praise the Lord. And he's getting him ready, getting him ready. But I don't think David needs all of this. And David girded his sword upon his armor. And he essayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these. Praise God, for I have not proved them. And David 
put them off him. Now, don't, 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 don't try to put it on me. This, this, this is what we're talking about. You can't drum it up. You can't drum up what God has got in you. You can't drum it up. You can't find things to put on to make it a habit where you need to accomplish the things you have. He, he said he's got proven methods. He's got proven uh, uh, remedies to, to make it today. And you've got a proven method. You know that when you go in that, that secret closet. Huh? Nobody else. You don't even need the pastor. You go in that secret closet and say, God, here is you. I'm your son. I'm your daughter. And Lord, I need your help. I don't know about you, but I got that secret closet. I know how to get down to business with God. Praise the Lord. I say, God, if you don't help me, I'm not going to make it. And this is what David was saying. I don't need all of this, so I don't need the armor. I don't need the brass. I don't need all of that. I got everything I need, praise God. I've been through the storm. I've been through the fire. God has brought me through before. Do I have a witness in here? And you've been through, saints. Hold on to what God has brought you through remember how God brought you out do I have a witness come on and give God a hand praise oh I got to close with this come on come on Daniel praise the Lord and he took his staff in his hand the Bible says and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag which he had even a script and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine go next verse praise God Look at God work through this young man. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David. And the man that bared the shield with went before him. Praise God. This is a nine-foot giant. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, the Bible said he was disdained him. What, what do you mean disdained him? He looked down upon him. He looked down like, what are you doing here? You don't even belong to be in my presence. How many times the devil then told us that, that you don't even belong to be here. You don't deserve this. But you got to look that devil in the eye and say, I know who I am. And I know who I belong to. Come on and give God a praise. He'll talk to you like that. He'll talk to you like that. He'll say, you don't belong here. You don't belong amongst those people. You don't belong. You're not smart enough. You, you don't have the talent. You don't have the ability. But you've got to look that devil right in the eye and say, I am who I am. And I am who God says I am. Come on and give God a hand praise. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. There's the enemy talking to him, looking down on him. For he was but a youth, and he was ruddy, and of a fair count. You don't even look like a champion. You don't even look like you got what you need. You don't even look like you belong here. Praise God. But, but God, praise God, all things are possible. When you've got God in your life, it doesn't matter what you look like because it ain't about you. It's about the God that's in you. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. Get in that word of God. Study that word of God. Get that word deep down inside of you and go up and face any obstacle, any situation that comes your way. Because with God's word, you are invincible. With God's word, you can do it. With God's word, he will open a door. Do I have a witness here today? Praise the Lord. Come on, Daniel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the Philistine said unto David, am I a dog? that thou comest to me with staffs. And the Philistine cursed David by his God. Oh, no, he didn't do that. He, you didn't curse him by his God, no. The Bible said he cursed him by his God. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, I think he hit the wrong nut button there. Praise God. Come on, Daniel. Hallelujah. Cursed him by his God. And the Philistine said to David, come to me and I will give thy flesh. Look at he prophesied. Even the enemy had prophesied. 
Even the enemy will tell you what the future is about. He'll tell you that you're not going to make it. He'll tell you that he'll destroy you. He'll tell you that you won't make it. He'll tell you that you don't have enough. He'll tell you you're not good enough. That's what the enemy's job is. He'll tell you that. But you've got to prophesy right back to that enemy. Praise God. He's prophesying today. Come to me and I'll give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air. Right. And the beasts of the field. Right. That's what you tell the devil. You can talk all you want to, devil, but I don't believe you. You can tell me I'm not going to make it, but I don't believe you. You can tell me that my son won't be saved, but I won't believe you. You can tell me that my household is down, but I won't believe you. I will not believe it. I will not believe it. Let the devil come with all he wants to come with. You tell that devil, get out of here, Satan. I put you under my feet and I smash you down where you'll never be able to get up. Do I have a witness? That's the way we talk to the devil. We don't hold no conversation with the devil. Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, Daniel. Hallelujah. I got to close this up here. Glory to God. Glory to God. But, but he came to him. And the Philistine said to David, come to me, and I will give thy flesh to the, unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Right, right. Then said David to the Philistine, hallelujah. Thou comest to me. Praise God. Didn't even phase him. Didn't even phase him what the, what the giant was saying. Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. You got all these weapons. And I tell you, the enemy's got weapons. He's got all kind of little demons running around. He's got all kind of these little things coming to hinder you and stop you. Praise God. But they can't stop you. Praise God. They can't stop a child of God. They can't stop a, God, a child of God that has the faith that God has put in them. Praise the Lord. That's what he said here. He said, he got a spear, he's got a shield, but I come, David said, the, in the name of the Lord of hosts, praise God, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. Praise the name of the Lord. Take the Lord on with you, as the old saints used to say. You're going to need him. You're going to need him. Take the Lord along with you. Whatever you're doing, put God in it. Say, God, you've got to help me. Praise the Lord. You can't defy my God. I stand with my God today. I stand with the Lord Jesus today. Do I have a witness today? And watch God arise. Watch God arise. Do I have a witness? Put God out there. Say, God, God, God is my God. He's my God. And you cannot defile his name. He's my God. And I will not let you talk about him. He's my God. And I will not let you curse him. He's my God. Did Anybody got a personal relationship with God? Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I believe at this time David got a little, you know, a little heated. Praise the Lord. This day with the Lord. And I'm about done talking to you, giant. Because this day, the Lord will deliver thee into my hands. There ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about it. You're about to be delivered into my hands. Praise God. And I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. Oh, this is nothing but prophecy, I'm telling you. It's nothing about telling the future. Praise God. He's telling the giant what he's going to do to him. Praise the Lord. He said, I, I will give thy carcasses unto the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air. Glory to God. And to the wild beasts of the earth. Praise the Lord, and that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Glory to God. Glory to God. He spoke, he spoke to the giant. He spoke to the obstacle. 
He spoke to the situation. And in our marriages and in our homes and on our jobs and our, and our finance, we got to speak to the giant. We got to speak to and say, this day, I will have what I need. This day, God will show up in my life. This day, I will have a blessed home. This day, my marriage will make it. This day, we've got to stop talking defeat and we've got to start talking faith. We've got to believe what God has done in our life. Do I have a witness today? Glory to God. Glory to God. And they all assemble. Shall know that the Lord, this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and not with spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. I don't doubt it. I, I, I don't doubt it today is what David is saying. Come on, Dad. I, I don't. He, he will deliver. He will make a way. He will open the door. And it came to pass when the Philistines arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Oh, I love that. Hallelujah. He didn't retreat. He didn't turn around, but he ran toward him and said, come on, hit me with your best shot. Praise the Lord, for the Lord has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us power. Somebody say power. Glory. Somebody say power. He's given us power. Glory to God. In a sound mind. My God. The Bible said he ran toward his enemy. He ran toward the opposition. Hallelujah. He didn't retreat. He didn't turn his back. The armor's on the front, not on the back. It means we're to face it head on. It means that we're to go through it just like God wants us to. Do I have a witness today? Run toward that situation. Run toward that arm. Run toward that situation that's trying to tear you down. Watch God fix it. Watch God fix it. Let me close with this. Watch God fix it. He ran. He hastened. The Bible said, glory to God. Come on, Daniel. He hastened toward the army. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon the face to the earth. Glory to God. Someone say them giants do come falling. They do fall. The giants do fall. The, the giants do come down. Praise God. And so David prevailed over the Philistine with the sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine, and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. See, he's not, he's not done. He's not done because he prophesied. He said what he was going to do. Praise the God. So there's no sword in his hand. So what does he do? Glory to God. What does he do? Because there's no sword. Praise God. Because he's got he's to fulfill the prophecy. Come on, Dan, the next verse. He's got to fulfill it. He said what he would do. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion dead, they fled. Let me tell you something. Praise God. You hit that enemy right where God wants you to with the power of God. And you watch all the little demons. You watch all the little, the little things that, that nudge at you disappear. Praise God. They all being followed by one giant situation in your life. But once you up, once you attack that situation, watch God work in your life. Everybody's standing all over the house today. Listen, listen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. God has placed in someone today, many today, 
the gift of prophecy, the gift of a proportion of faith to take on giants. Anybody got a giant in their life this morning? Just raise that hand if you got a giant. I mean, it's a situation. It's about nine feet tall, it seems like. It's about 300 and 400 pounds. I mean, it's just huge. It's just standing in the way. And I need God. I need that gift. I need that proportion of faith that God has placed in me to operate and work in my life. Praise God. I'm going to ask you all, we're going to dismiss here, but I'm going to have you all come up front here, right, right along the altar here. Let's just close out together here. Praise the Lord, right along the altar, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. There's somebody here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's saying, Pastor, when I came in, I didn't know how to deal with my situation. I was listening to the enemy too much. I was listening to him tell me that, I, that it's hard and that it's a struggle. I, I listened to the enemy tell me that I don't have everything I need. But today you learn. how to talk to the enemy. We learn how to talk to him. We learn to use the proportion of faith that God has delivered unto the saints. And you're saying, Pastor, I want you to help me call that forth. Call, I want to call forth the faith that's in me. I want to call forth that measure that God placed in me. It's been dormant. It's, it's, it's just been silent. It, it's, it's, it's been stagnant. It, it has not been activated. And, and I need a nudge. I, I, need, I, I, need, I need encouragement to call it forth. And my heart desire is that God activates that proportion, that part that he put in you. You're saying, Pastor, I've got faith. I've got faith. And, but, Pastor, it seems like it's just a, a small amount. You're saying, Pastor, it's not a large amount of faith. And because it's not large, I don't think I can deal with this. I don't think I can make it. But the Word of God tells me, if you would just have the faith, the size of a grain of mustard seed. You can say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea and not doubting it shall be done. You don't need a lot. He said a grain. Mustard, a mustard seed is the smallest seed that you could ever imagine. And he didn't even say the seed. He said a grain, just a grain of that seed. It's in you today.
this proportion, this proportion that God has placed in you, it's there. And I believe today and I'm speaking it by faith. I'm speaking and I'm prophesying it into your life. It will come forth. It will come forth. It will come forth today. It will come forth. David spoke it. I will speak it. It will come forth. It will be, rise up. It will accomplish God's purpose. Do I have a witness here? It will today. Glory to God. Tell yourself. Tell yourself right now as I walk around laying hands on you. Tell, it, tell yourself that. God, in the name of Jesus, I spring it forth, God. I spring it, spring it forth, God, in the name of Jesus. Faith, God. Faith, God, in the name of Jesus. The love of Christ, the love of Christ, the gifts that you have placed in this young man, God. Spring them forth, oh God. The gifts, oh God, that you have placed in this young lady, God, in the name of Jesus. The proportion of faith, God. She needs your faith, God, in the name of Jesus. Stir, God, stir, God, in the name of Jesus. Stir, God, stir, God, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God, this young man, touch him. Touch him, God, in the name of Jesus. I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this message. Know that God loves and cares for you deeply. You know, we all have struggles in our life, tough times, and much more. But God is about to do great things in your life. Remember the scripture found in Galatians 6 and 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. It's your season for breakthrough. Don't give up. Don't stop. Trust God to bring you through. God bless you. I would like to take a time to thank all listeners of the Lily Kojic Podcast. I pray that you or someone close to you was truly blessed by the messages that we bring to you weekly. As we go forward, we ask that you share the podcast with as many people as possible. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7 states, So neither is he that plants anything, neither is he that waters, but God gives the increase. Our goal is to expand this ministry to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. You can help us achieve that goal by supporting us with a donation of any amount. We have a donation button located on our podcast page that will allow you to support this ministry. Thank you and God bless.